Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Monday morning on this Memorial Day. Jason Martin alongside with me after an epic Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals last night. Boston marches on. How's everything going today, Jason? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was up uh, past midnight, so... um... This is one of those, but I work in the mornings on a regular basis, so we're good to go here. I, I was I was telling a friend last night, I was thinking about calling us one pro and a cup of no. Yeah. Since it's or I don't know if you want to call me a pro, one bro and a cup of no. Maybe one we can bro. go that way. One bro and a no. I like that. Yeah, that works. I don't know how you go to bed after a game like that last night. Yeah, I was wired. I got maybe an hour of sleep, maybe. I'm not used yeah. to this morning thing over here, but that was tremendous. I'm curious if you fast forward to the very end. So Boston has a comfortable lead late, and Miami goes on this 11-0 run. And all of a sudden, they find themselves down by two points with about 17 seconds to go. And Jimmy Butler in transition, he takes a three. Instead of driving on Al Horford, and trying to get to the bucket and maybe get an easy two, could have gotten an and one. Who knows how it goes? He takes a three, it comes up short, and that's pretty much Miami's season. What did you think about the shot from Jimmy Butler? 
It's hard to criticize Jimmy Butler simply because of the game that he played. I mean, you think about it, he scored 47 in game six and then comes back with 35. He was the best player last night. And in that moment, he made a mistake. He did the thing that it, you just look at it and you're just like, man, you, you could have made that easier on yourself. You guys shouldn't have been in that position to have been that close considering how that game played out and how – how often it appeared like Boston could just hold on to control. They kept them at arm's length, and then all of a sudden the arms kept shortening, and it was T-Rex arms. They didn't really have them very much at length anymore, and and my take was all set. It was just basically, look, you had three dudes wearing Celtics uniforms that got you 20-plus last night, and then for Miami, the only guy you knew going in for sure offensively could perform was Jimmy Butler, and then you got another good Bam Adebayo game. Uh, you, you had a solid game where he had a double double, and he has twenty five and eleven. But then outside of that, you know Lowry at this stage in his career, I don't know what you can fully expect there. But you get nothing from PJ Tucker, which was disappointing. You get nothing from Tyler Hero coming back off the injury. You just look at it and you say you have more stars on Boston's team that you could rely upon even on the road for them to win the game, but you still had a shot because Jimmy Butler was was ready to play hero, and then instead it just didn't go very well in that last 17 to 20 seconds. And I'm sure he'll be the first one to, to look at that and say, yeah, maybe got that decision wrong. Well, he was pretty adamant after the game where he was like, yeah, I'll take that shot. Uh, again, if I had it. And there was a video going around. You go back to the uh, the series when Jimmy Butler was with the Sixers. It was eerie how similar it was where it was a two-point game against the, uh, the Toronto Raptors. I, I guess, coincidentally, Kyle Lowry would be on the court in both games, the game last night, and uh, as a member of the Heat, and the game... Uh, from the Eastern Conference Finals, where Kawhi made the epic shot that bounced four times and then dropped. But the point is, Jimmy Butler, down by two in that series against Toronto, drove to the bucket and got an easy two and tied it up. And it took this miraculous shot uh, later in the game uh, to win it for Toronto. But it, it was just crazy how that worked out. But Jimmy Butler, he settled for the three. I look at it this way. He was tremendous the last two games, as you pointed out, but I would much rather he drive to the basket. That's not his game. He's not Steph Curry. He's not this right. Clay Thompson three-point assassin. And just the way that sequence unfolded, he's got Al Horford in front of him. And you always hear this in football, nothing but green grass in front of him. You don't have the same thing in basketball, nothing but like brown wood in front of him. I don't know what you would say, but it was just... It was barren land. There's just real estate over there. And he jacked up the three. It didn't go. I guess my beef, Jason, is the arguments. I just don't agree with the arguments coming out where it's, well, Miami was running out of gas. Were they? They just went on an 11-0 run. Right. Like this idea that you had to go for the win or they just had nothing left. I don't agree with that. There was a lot of that on Twitter where Jimmy played 48 minutes on a bum knee. He had nothing left. Really? He didn't have five more minutes left in him. He went for 35 and nine rebounds. I think he could have gone for five more minutes. And the other thing is, if he makes it, no one questions whether it was a good shot or not. We could play that game throughout sports history. I Think about Russell Wilson throwing the interception sure. against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. 
you could play it like that. Oh, if he completes it, no one's questioning it. Yeah, but he didn't. And the same thing with Jimmy. He didn't make that three, and that's not his game. So, yeah, I didn't like that decision. I would have much rather seen him try to go to the bucket and maybe draw contact. Who knows? But I would think that play would go Miami's way and give him a better shot to win the game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if if he makes the shot, you have a different discussion, but you can't play ifs in sports. You can only play what actually took place. And Jimmy Butler who also goes to the free throw line an awful lot when he's aggressive. That's the other potential benefit here. If he goes and he tries to get the deuce, uh, there's a chance he gets fouled. There's a chance he goes to the line. He was 8 of 11 from the line again last night. He was perfect in game six. So he's a guy that can step up and make the clutch shot. Um, I was trying to think, like, is that the Jimmy Butler mindset, though? Just go for the kill, because that's kind of the way he operates. It's not a shot. He was one of four from three last night. He's much more akin to being mid-range and, and attempting to get to the rack. He's 13 and 24 from the field. It did seem to me like you were going for everything right there, and if, you've go, if you're going to play 48, you can play 53. Like that that's yeah. the way I look at it. Don't tell me you can't play five if you've just played, you know, seven games and you're leaving everything out there. Like I I, I doubt Jimmy Butler would use the excuse I had nothing left. Like right. that's that conjecture coming from the Twitter army, they can continue to go ahead and push that all they want. Jimmy Butler would have gone back out there on no knees. If he had had to, everybody was spent by this point, Brian. No, yeah. this is 48 minutes into a into a basketball game that because it became, you know, butt clinchingly tight in the last few minutes, it was super dramatic and everybody's exhausted. They've come through a long, long series and down the stretch, I feel like that, that, that argument to me doesn't fully wash. Like that just seems like a lazy way of basically just kind of saying, yeah, what he did is exactly what he should have done. I, I would disagree. Yeah, I think it comes down to Jimmy was so special the last mm-hmm. two games. He was unbelievable. and I think a lot of people just don't want to criticize the guy. I mean, really, I think a lot of it is that. And I hate to criticize him because he was just utterly tremendous. Uh, but I just I didn't care for the shot. I thought what was interesting was what Jeff Van Gundy had to say during the game. This was his reaction in real time after Jimmy missed that three with about 17 seconds to go. I got to say, I think that's a bad decision by Butler. That's not the strength of your game. You've made this remarkable comeback. You have Al Horford in front of you. They're going to not help off the screws. You have so much space there you can attack. Yeah, and he, he didn't do it. Um, but that's the way it'll go down. And that, man, that is a, that's a tough one. I, I guess you, uh, you don't want to do the second guessing thing if you're Jimmy. And he was just like, yeah, I, it was open. I thought it would drop. It didn't. I would take it again. And Eric Spolstra said basically the same thing. He was not critical at all. He said, I just knew it was going in when he let it go. And what a storyline it would have been had it dropped. It just didn't. But I guess we'll be uh, discussing that back and forth for the years to come, man. But they were that close. I can't believe they got that close the way the fourth quarter yes. was playing out. Yeah, me either. I mean, it just seemed like Boston – I never felt like Boston was in trouble until all of a sudden they almost lost. Yeah. Uh, it just it felt like, no, Boston's a better team tonight. The Heat were 6 of 30 from 30 
Like I know it was it. one of those kind of games in the NBA, which we unfortunately see too many of. They shot 20% from three, and they're going to die by the three at the end of that game. I wonder, like, Jimmy, what he's saying, and, and I love Jimmy Butler. I truly do. I, I wonder if he got home and said, maybe I should have gone a different direction. Maybe he actually yep, right. got to watch it, or maybe he didn't. Like, I know what he said publicly. Maybe I would have felt that way, too, and been kind of belligerent about it and chesty and say, no, I would have done that. That I would have lived and died by my own shot right there. And then he gets home, and he's laying in bed, and he's just like, gosh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that I did the right thing right there. Yeah, that very well could have been the way it went down. How <laughs> I had to laugh. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy with one of the epic lines. Uh, here he is. When you analyze that shot... Because he's not a good three-point shooter, you have to be willing. And I think this is the latitude you give your best players. You have to be able to live with it, but you also have to be willing to die with it as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it came down to. But I was just like you. I was watching the game, and Jimmy let the three go, and I'm like, they would be leading if he makes this. You know, your mind works so fast in that. And I couldn't make sense of it, like... How is this shot for the lead? <laughs> like they, they were down by seven in the final minute, and somehow they had a shot to take the lead. It didn't drop, and then we get the Celtics moving on to face the Warriors in the NBA Finals. But, hey, man, I'll take game six and seven. We finally got some drama. This was blowout city game after game, and then we get that Jimmy Butler shot at the end of game seven. I, hats off to the series, really, the way that it ended that way. We can discuss whether Jimmy should have drove it to the basket or not, but we finally got some drama, man. That was tremendous if you're a hoops head last night. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was not a great round for the NBA. Um, the Western Conference Finals was a bit of a laugher, and you were getting lopsided game after game in the Eastern Conference Finals. But and then six and seven, as you mentioned, you got drama. And in seven... You got you got drama and you almost got kind of a shocker because of a comeback that just didn't feel like you had enough time left on the clock to pull it off. And you almost do. And here's the thing. And as you pivot and begin to look towards the NBA Finals, before the conference finals began, I know Miami's the number one seed and there's the narrative that no one gave them credit for that. Everybody gave Phoenix a ton of credit for being a one seed and acted like Miami's a one seed. How is this possible? But this is kind of the series I wanted. I kind of wanted Boston Golden State, Mm -hmm. not because of the markets or whatever else, but because I feel like Boston as a team is so well put together. They complement each other so well. They're so well coached. I mean, Spolster might be the best coach in the game, so that's not a, a shot at him. But Miami just didn't. Miami wasn't particularly interesting to me mm-hmm. outside of Butler. Boston, the way that they are made up, I want to see that defensive unit against this Golden State team that has a mix of Hall of Famers and young superstars. I think we have the potential for a whale of an NBA Finals between these two teams. Yeah, I'm with you. And, of course, you think about the Celtics with 17 championships. You add that into the mix. They could take the lead against the Lakers with 18 all-time. And the star power, right, of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And I think the other thing is, we. I think all of us felt like Draymond Green before Game 6. Draymond's like, we're going to face Boston. Right? Yeah. Just. It just seemed like that was the case. Game five, Miami was seven for 45 from three. And Jimmy Butler was bad in games four and five after missing the second half in game three. It just seemed for sure it was going to be Boston. 
And I think we got used to that idea where it's like, okay, Boston Warriors, I can deal with that. That'd be good. And all of a sudden, here's Miami coming up and maybe changing that. <laughs> I think it was a shock to the system. I think that went into it as well. But hey, I'm thrilled for this Boston Golden State matchup, man. It should be a really good one. We'll get to that throughout the hour as well. Start to look forward with prices soaring at the pump. Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next, there isn't anything wrong with celebrating, but it's revealing. We'll explain. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. It's two pros and a cup of joe right here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates— Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Brian No. He's Jason Martin here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. You know, I just, I'm sorry, man. I have to ask you, Jason, before we dive back into. Uh, the uh, celebration last night with the Boston Celtics moving on to the NBA Finals. Are you like an ACDC guy? Are you rock? Are you rap? Where do you where do you get down with over there? Well, I mean, I'm 43. I listen to rap in the in the 90s along with rock, but I guess you would say I'm probably more alternative. Um, you know, stuff like I mean, Radiohead and Pearl Jam. Um, yeah. things of that nature and then like now i think the best band in america is the war on drugs they're not like hard hard rock but they're very solid and stuff but i mean i'm fine with classic rock on top of that i mean you can always get down with acdc old school metallica stuff like that so i'm, I'm pretty i would consider myself pretty varied and then you go to stuff like you know jason isbel and, and things of that nature so i'm 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 agreeable to most types of music i love music how did you say that with war on drugs i like it, it was very nonchalant it was like i'd have to say they're the best band in America yeah, I think right they're now. the best. I think they've been the best band in America for the last yeah. eight and a half, nine years, as a matter <laughs> of fact. I love that, man. Just, it was just very subtle. It's a huge compliment, and it was just very low-key. I liked it. It was uh, well done by you on that. I'll have to check them out. I haven't gotten my war on drugs fix in yet. but I, well, I know I, who I, you I, are, man. I've seen photos. I mean, we've been passing like ships in the night on Fox Sports Radio now for about five years. Like, I would lead into you and Andy Furman on Sunday mornings, and now I'm following you and Eve. Yeah, on Saturday night with Aaron Torres, like, and I haven't seen you, or actually, I think even talked to you since you were here in Nashville. <laughs> I know, and it, we man. were doing morning fill-in stuff years and years ago. So I, I know how you get down. I've seen the Slayer photos. Oh yeah, I've had conversation. I, I I sort of know how you roll. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I let my hair down and put it that way. I let my hair down with the music. I'm all over the place musically in terms of genres, but metal is definitely my go-to for sure. So that's uh that's how I roll. Now, let me throw this at you because Ime Udoka, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, who's done a tremendous job by the yes. way. Year 1 and they're going to the finals. I loved the post-game locker room because just how you said I'd have to say they're the best band in America, War on Drugs. That's how Ime Udoka was addressing the Boston Celtics, his team, where he was like, hey, guys, uh, no need for the water celebration. We don't hang banners in this organization for winning the Eastern Conference Finals. We still have work to do. Like That's how he was talking, and I absolutely loved it. Now, 
trust me, Jason, I'm not the celebration police, but it's revealing. If you look earlier in the playoffs, think when the Minnesota Timberwolves clinched a playoff berth by winning their play-in game. The Inside the NBA crew was clowning them because they were acting like they just won a championship. You've got... Pat Bev jumping up on the scorer's table. They're throwing their jerseys off. Like The TNT crew is playing We Are the Champions and uh, the uh, One Shining Moment theme. And the next thing you know, they're getting bounced by Memphis. And then when Memphis wins their first playoff series with the young guns that they have right now, John Morant is grittying on the court, off the court, in the hallway, in the locker room, in the parking lot, in the team hotel. Like... And I have nothing wrong with celebrations, but I think they're revealing. And I think sometimes it shows that young teams aren't quite ready to take that next step. And you could sit here and tell me about John Morant being hurt and that played a role. Yeah, certainly. But even if he was healthy, do you expect them to beat the Warriors? I don't. Do you expect them to win the next series against Dallas and then against Boston? I don't. I just think it shows youth. And I like that scene last night from Boston with their young guns finally going to the finals, they could have let their hair down and gone crazy. It was very muted, and I like that. I, I think that they are at least in the the mindset to take that next step and maybe upset Golden State. What do you think about that whole thing? Yeah, I mean, look, they, they celebrated on the floor, and that's fine. Like, you need to – you you accomplish something. So sure. it's fine to be excited, especially the way that it ended. You found a way to, to hold on and win a game where it was starting to trend against you there in the last three minutes. But there's a difference between being excited about the accomplishment that you just pulled off and understanding there's still work to be done. And I think yeah. you have to have a coach that can kind of toe that line where, guys, guys, awesome stuff. Uh, <laughs> we've got Golden State coming up. Like, how about we save the celebration until after this? When you get to Minnesota, I didn't have any problem with them celebrating getting into the playoffs because it's Minnesota. They're young. They haven't ever been there before. So, yeah, you can say act like you've been there before. They haven't. Like, that's that's not a thing. And Memphis is young, and they're going to do what they're doing. The celebration that I thought was the most revealing all season, there was a Saturday night, Brian, no, where – LeBron went for 55, I think it was, against the same Golden State Warriors. Mm -hmm. They won the game, and they're pouring water all over LeBron Mm -hmm. in the postgame on the floor while he's trying to do the interview, and he's jumping up and acting all this. Dude, there were seven games under 500 at the Mm -hmm. time that he was doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I had a massive problem with that. It's like, dude, you're LeBron James. (laughs) <laughs> like you've won all these championships. You're, you know, top two, top three NBA player of all time, depending on who you're talking to. There's some that are gonna try to argue you're the best of all time. You shouldn't be celebrating any individual accomplishment when your team is down seven. Unless it's like the end of your career, this is like a hundred point game or something. But I know fifty is impressive, but at the same time, that one felt misplaced. Last night I think you got the right balance. You got a team that knows there's more to do, is happy that they have made it to the NBA finals, but Adoka wasn't going to allow Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. And I, I also think that if you look at Al Horford, he was going crazy. You know, and that he shed the record for the most playoff games played without a finals appearance. 
And so he's all excited to go to the finals. He's slapping the floor. And I love that. I love that emotion. So I'm not sitting here with the magnifying glass like, okay, this is permissible. Okay, this isn't. I'm not that guy. It's, hey, it's an emotional game. You work hard. You want to let your hair down and celebrate. That's fine. I just think that if you go way over the top and overdo it, it can be revealing. And I didn't get that sense last night from Boston. I thought Boston did a great job where they're emotional in the moment, but they didn't overdo it. And we've seen that at times throughout the playoffs. Hey, Minnesota was excited. That's great. But man, when the whole crew has the same reaction of, did they just win a championship or did they just win their play-in game? It's just, it was over the top. That's all, man. But uh, uh, fun nevertheless. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Props to Erickson winning the Indianapolis 500. is exciting. I'm an Indy 500 guy. I've gone a couple of times, Jason. And uh, so I was watching the end of the race. I had to get my my nap time in after doing early morning radio yesterday. So I didn't see the whole race, but I saw the final 20 minute, 20 laps and he had this huge lead. And then there was a wreck. Jimmy Johnson goes into the fence. I don't know if they call it the fence in IndyCar, but we'll, we'll stick, stick with that. He went into the fence over there. So they red flagged it and the shootout for the final couple of laps. And he won the thing. The tradition at Indy, as you well know, is the milk afterward. Mm-hmm. Now, would you choose would you go skim? You go 2% whole milk? How would you get down if you won the Indy 500? I mean, I'm a health guy, so I'd probably ask for, like, almond milk unsweet with vanilla. And they'd <laughs> yeah. look at me sideways and ask me to leave. So, I mean, right. I guess, honestly, if I'm winning, I'm probably going 2% or full. In that moment, I think yeah. I'm all right going that way. But, um, yeah, I, I, think it, I think there it's all right to indulge in that moment. One thing, watching that on TV – we we had talked about on Saturday night, me and Arnie Spanier, the idea that you know the Indy 500 and what it was back when you know 20, 30 years ago compared to what it is now. Don't tell that to the patrons because that place was jam packed yesterday. Yeah. I mean, there was not a seat to be found anywhere at the Brickyard yesterday. Yeah, that was cool to see. I'm glad they had a great turnout like that. I'll tell you one quick story. I went to I think it was a Brickyard race. I think it was Brickyard 400 years mm-hmm. ago. And I had been to Indy for the Indy 500 a couple of times, and I showed, I had like a printout of our tickets, and I went to some guy, and I'm like, hey man, where are our seats at? And he goes, okay, you just uh, head down this straightaway, it's going to take you about 15 minutes to get to where your seats are. And I thought, what? That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It's not going to take 15 minutes to walk... And as soon as we're walking, I'm like, the straightaway is over a mile. I know that. Like, of course, it's going to take a bunch. And sure enough, he was right. Uh, But it is an awesome place. Uh, If people haven't been there before and you're a sports fan, I would suggest it. Um, How about this, man? I saw this in passing. There was someone who laid down a $20 bet on Jimmy Butler to be the highest scorer of the series, the leading scorer in the Eastern Conference Finals, the guy cashed in for over $4,000 on a $20 bet. He bet it the morning of Game 6. And that was on the heels of Jimmy Butler not playing well in Games 4 or 5. Jimmy Butler ends up being the leading scorer of the series. And this guy cashes in for over 4 Gs on a $20 bet. That's pretty sweet. 
It is. I mean, look, and I think it's an interesting bet to place just because Jimmy Butler back against the wall. Jimmy Butler, he just seems like he's made for that kind of moment. I did, during Fenley's update, I watched the three again. Yeah, I just think it's indefensible to try and say that was a good shot. It's not. I, I am so tired of – look, Steph, Steph has changed basketball in many ways for the worse because people all think they can be him. But the amount of – pull-up threes where there's nobody down low to rebound. Like, Butler, it's not even like, okay, if there's three seconds left, you take that shot. There's 17, 18 seconds left. He stopped and leaned into a three like it was a desperation heave. That, I just, I'm blown away by that. That, to me, that did not feel like, first, it didn't feel like Jimmy Butler. Second, I have a hard time believing Jimmy Butler can watch that and say, yeah, that's my game. That 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 right there is exactly what I should have done. And I know Spo didn't like that shot. And I also think, too, if we compare it to football, I think that sometimes teams that, let's say they, they're at home and they go for two to try to go for the win, and it's like, you guys had all the momentum. You guys were in the better position. You guys don't have to gamble like that. You know what I mean? And I felt the same way with Miami. Miami was on an 11-0 run. You don't have to gamble that way. And I understand this is a split-second decision. Sure. And we have the benefit of really breaking it down after the fact when in real time it just doesn't work the same way. Granted, that's the case. But if you, you've got Al Horford on you in transition, and it is nobody's around. You had Jalen Brown lurking. Jalen Brown had five fouls. Yeah. So if he jumps in there and tries to contest – you either draw contact, maybe he fouls out, maybe you go to the free throw line, or if he comes to help, you kick it out to Max Struess in the corner for a three. And as long as his foot isn't out of bounds, I like that shot better than Jimmy Butler leaning in for three. I just, I didn't like it. And I think that some people have a hard time saying that because he was so tremendous the last two games, but I'm with Jeff Van Gundy. I just didn't like the shot. It's not his game. And six for 30 as a team from three, that's what did him in last night. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. The number one seeds were done in by horrible shooting uh, from distance in clinching games. The Mavs knocked out the Suns because they were just all-time terrible shooting the basketball in that game. And then you saw the same thing from the Heats. Like, look, it is really hard to criticize somebody who went for 82 points in mm-hmm. two games the way that Jimmy Butler did. But you know what? Uh, he needed 84 and maybe even a little bit more potentially in overtime to get them to the promised land. And it's it's hard for me to look at that and say, man, you played so well for so long. And you, and you talk about it's hard to criticize Jimmy Butler. Well, his contract and the money involved yeah. and the, the fact that you said that, you know, it's a split second decision. It's easier for us. And that's absolutely true. But the reason he's paid is to make good yeah. split second decisions. The difference right. between I mean, think about this when it goes to the NFL. I've thought about this a lot recently. The difference between a good quarterback and a great quarterback is about four or five plays that one guy can make and the other one doesn't. And a lot of that is between the years. A lot of that is decision because most dudes can make the throws. Like, yes, there is Josh Allen or somebody that can throw 80 yards on the run or whatever, but generally speaking, most guys are capable of making most of the throws. The difference between an elite guy and just a starter in the league 
is a handful of plays. The Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Chiefs yeah. came down to two third down plays. Yeah. One where Garoppolo overthrew Emmanuel Sanders, and then on the flip side, Mahomes found Tyreek Hill, and the rest is history. Going into sure. that Super Bowl, I said the Chiefs are going to win because one team has Patrick Mahomes playing for them, and the other one has Jimmy Garoppolo playing for them. So... Again, it comes down to decisions in crucial spots, and you never have a lot of time in sports around talent to – you don't have a lot of time to lollygag and try to make those decisions. So I don't think that it is right to say, well, you can't criticize him because he scored 82 and it's a split-second decision. Right, that's what he's paid for. He's paid to make the right choice in that moment. doesn't mean everybody does. I make bad choices all the time, but I'm going to be criticized for them in that moment, I think he made the wrong decision, and unfortunately that's the one where you look at it and you say, that's maybe why the Heat are not still alive right now and the Celtics are. Yeah. Uh, Coming up next, we'll get to a little bit of ball. Don't expect to see a big name anytime soon. And also, with Jimmy Butler, sometimes he lacks the superstar praise, but I think last night is an indication that sometimes he doesn't get the superstar criticism either. We'll dive into that as well. I'm Brian No. He's Jason Martin. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin here on Fox Sports Radio. Filling in for the two pros and a cup of Joe crew. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, you can now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling free testosterone booster brand at GNC. Text two pros to two three one two three one. I don't know about you, Jason, but I start to get the shakes if we don't talk ball, meaning football, you know? And there was a story here that I thought was interesting, wanted to throw your way. Antonio Brown. I don't know if you're you're waiting for an Antonio Brown fix the wide receiver that's a free agent right now, but he says he will not play in 2022. He was asked if that'll be the case. You're going to suit up, be on the field. He responded, nah, don't play yourself looking for me to play. Um, I, I, at this point, I'm just surprised if teams would be signing up for that. I can't say I'd be shocked if they did thinking it'd be different with their organization than others, but I don't know why. I really don't. I don't know why a team would sign up for the headache, even though he's still a very talented player. What's your take on that whole thing? Well, I mean, the end of your last sentence is why he continues to get opportunities. If he wasn't Antonio Brown, um, he wouldn't have had the chance or the leash to do the kinds of things that he does. But I'm with you, and I've been with, with that for a while. Look, if he couldn't find a way to just stay down, and he did for a little while, but stay yeah. down in Tampa with how that that whole deal ended. If you can't play with the GOAT, then who exactly is going to be able to rein it in? Look, my, my day-to-day is working with a guy who played with AB his entire career. Yeah. Who you know, blocked for Ben Roethlisberger for 11 years, and I've heard a whole lot of Antonio <laughs> Brown stories over the yeah. last two years. A lot of them I would not be able to share but AB's just a different guy. He's wired differently. He's a guy who came into the league with a chip on his shoulder because of where he played in college and how he was overlooked. And then he was constantly worried about, you know, finding the role to become wide receiver one. And then when Juju started getting a lot of targets, that upset him. He's just a guy that Look, there's just some guys in sports where you can go ahead and sign that up. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. There's several in the NBA. James Harden, I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. I really am. Ben Simmons, I'm good, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I know how good he is. Jalen Rose will tell you how good he is. 
giving him that third team All NBA nod. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I don't want that either. I, I, yeah. It's all world talent, which is why some people are like, I can fix him because he's so good. Sometimes, sometimes crazy's just crazy, Brian. And yeah. I just, I don't need, I don't need the potential chemistry wreckage that comes with Antonio Brown being on my roster. No, I'm with you, man. I think uh, if I would make a comparison, uh, I'd go back to the uh, dating pool on this one because listen, some girls, they're high maintenance. But they can get away with it because they bring a lot to the table. They might be beautiful or funny or smart or talented or whatever. And you you put up with some high-maintenance stuff. And then there are some girls that they they don't have all that. They they don't bring all that to the table. And they think that they are the high-maintenance girls. And guys look sideways like, no, 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 you're not the high-maintenance girl. You know, you can't get away with that. And that's how I look at Antonio Brown in terms of a football player right now. He's not worth it. Even though he's still talented, even though he can still be productive, he's not the same guy that he was production-wise. And so all the high-maintenance stuff, it's like, bro, no. You were a 10 at one point. You were were a dime in terms of a football player at one point, but not now. I mean, you're a 6, you're maybe a 5. I'm not dealing with the headache and the culture disaster potentially depending on the team that he might be going to. So I would hope that more teams and not just Antonio are saying nah. You know what I mean? It shouldn't just be Antonio saying nah to the NFL. It should be a lot of NFL teams saying nah, we're good. We're going to go in a different direction here. Now, we were also talking about, Jason, the Jimmy Butler situation. And I just thought of it when you were describing watching the play again. And he took a three-point attempt with about 17 seconds to go with Miami down by two points last night. It didn't drop. Miami loses the game. What's interesting to me is a lot of times Jimmy Butler, who is a flat-out stud, he doesn't get the amount of praise he deserves for being a star, but sometimes that helps him because he doesn't get the superstar criticism either. Think if that's LeBron James, and there are some similarities. LeBron is not a three-point shooter. He doesn't excel there. Neither does Jimmy Butler. Jimmy settled for a transition three. If that's LeBron James last night, off the heels of going for 47 the game prior, and he's got 35, and he shoots that same shot in that same situation, he is getting destroyed today. And Jimmy Butler isn't. It's the opposite. And I think it does show you that you don't have those superstar expectations for Jimmy Butler the same way you do with LeBron. Yeah, I think that's fair. I also think, though... If LeBron, well, if LeBron doesn't take that shot, he gets killed because I've seen that. I've listened yeah. to that commentary for years where he gives up that last shot, and then they're you know saying he doesn't have the killer instinct, he doesn't have the clutch gene, he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that. In this case, I will say this: you want the ball in Jimmy Butler's hands. You want it to if it's if you're going to go down, you want to go down with your best player taking the shot. The problem is there's too much time left to take that shot in that moment and I can't look at it just and just look at it from that perspective it's not just in a vacuum there's 15 seconds left and you decided to kick a field goal from 70 yards out it's like yeah but he took the shot right like isn't that what you'd want to do well no no not if there's an opportunity to get something better and then play a few extra minutes and potential because the momentum was going in the favor of Miami not in favor of Boston yeah I think it would be LeBron bro go to the hoop 
You know, draw contact, get to the rim, and uh, Jimmy isn't getting all of that. All right, good first hour. Coming up next, is one star enough, or do you need more? Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.